Hello there and welcome to The Writing Apothecary, a podcast with tips, tricks, hacks and information about all things writing. I'm your host, Mandy Contos, and together with some awesome guests, we'll uncover the weird, wonderful and sometimes unpredictable world of writing. So grab your notebook, grab a pen or a tablet, or maybe even just listen and let's get started. Welcome back to our last theory lesson before we get on to having our amazing guest. Writer's block is such a personal thing and I've loved hearing from you guys and opening up the conversation about writer's block because it's so different for everyone. And I think it's a great opportunity to talk to other writers about how it feels and what we can do to help heal it, which is what we're talking about today. There are ways to help alleviate writer's block when you are working through it. Some of these are my favorite ways to move through it because it does take some time to do that. And you have to start. You can't be standing still with this. So let's dive into this and let's have a look. As I mentioned in our last lesson, my favorite method is moving. And it's the easiest way to try and shift some of the blocks is by moving. And not just physically moving your space, but also moving your body. And physically looking at the way that you move. And whether that's going for a walk, or going to the gym, or punching the heck out of a bag. And really helping clear up some of that negative energy that's stored in your body. And as a result, the endorphins that you get don't even suck. So like it's a really great opportunity to help soothe what's going on. And Julia Cameron's Walking in This World, which is actually the follow-up book for her workbook, The Artist's Way, introduces weekly and if not daily walks into the mix as a way to get out of your blocks. And I think it's such a perfect thing to have in your toolbox. And walking... Most of us who are able-bodied are able to actually get out there and do some form of walking. And if you're not able-bodied, there are ways to help move your body too. And it may be a matter of being able to swim or wheeling around with your wheelchair or finding that delicious flow in that yoga that, that helps alleviate some of the agony that you're in. And my kind of walking involves, you know, and just like everything else in my life, music. To me, I need that kind of vibration in my ears to help be able to de-stress. And it also helps manage my anxiety when I am out and about. And, you know, there, there are so many ways to kind of look at adding exercise and movement into your life. And it's something that I highly recommend to help as a touchstone. Another way to help move through writer's block is to put your phone down, log out of all of your streaming services and not touch a book and really allow yourself to be present and immersed in your life. In fact, this is probably one of the most challenging parts of Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way lessons. And I struggled. I gave myself the allowance to actually do this while I was studying so like I had to still read for for uni and whatnot but beyond that I stopped listening to music I stopped watching stuff and it was it was intense but 
I came back with the ability to look at things a little bit differently. And I sort of was okay with being alone with my thoughts and allowing that to really find and define my world. So take some time. Do the hard part of not being distracted by social media and by TV and novels and just focus on you. Another thing, going back to the artist way, I guess you should probably have known that your best asset when it comes to combating writer's block and helping heal it is the artist way. I've spoken about it before on the podcast and it is this amazing workbook that is built up of 12 weeks of essays and exercises to help cut through the fear and get creating again. And it's not necessarily aimed at writers and it's actually based on creatives as a whole. But if you buy no other book for healing yourself from writer's block, it's this one. Because the essays and the words, they just speak to you on a different level. They give you the ability to have the tools to really dig into what you need and how you can kind of move through it. So I'm going to pop a link in the show notes because it is a book that everybody needs. And if you don't have it, go get it. And once you finish that, you need to then get walking in this world and finding water because they are mint. Hey guys, did you know that as well as a writer and a podcaster, I'm also a writing mindset coach. I work with clients to help empower them to bust through their excuses and write, to allow them to own their own power because writing is such a transformational type of self-care. I have two ways you can work with me. The first is through my program by the same name, The Writing Apothecary. Here I have four offers, one, three, six and 12 month coaching options. This is where we get down and dirty with your writing and we explore what you need. Each of the tiers are tailor-made to you and exactly what you are after. No coaching session is the same. Each of their tiers are limited in their numbers as I give my all to my clients and I want to make sure that it's consistent and you get all of my dedication and attention. In these sessions, you also have access to editing and soundboarding and lots of additional support that isn't just our sessions that we meet up every fortnight. The other way to work with me is through a manuscript appraisal where I blend feedback with editing to give you a full rounded package to look at your novel objectively. It's based off the amount of words your manuscript has and can be a precursor to actually working with me. For all Writing Apothecary listeners, I'm giving an introductory 10% off your first booking with me. Head over to my website, dreamingfullyawake.com forward slash work with me and book in a session with me or hit me up on my socials at mandycont, which is M-A-N-D-I-K-O-N-T and I can go ahead and slot you in. It's also important to know that I do have payment plans if it's needed and it's a case by case situation. This is something that I'm really passionate about and I hope to hear from you soon. Until then, keep on writing guys. Another thing that can help you, and it sort of sounds a bit counterproductive, is actually writing yourself out of writer's block. And it's something that you can work on. I really love my method of sitting down for just five minutes. Five minutes of writing, and that sometimes is all you need. It's a matter of setting that timer, putting your fingers on the keypad, and just going for it. And you may find that five minutes turns into ten. And that's it, and you're done for the day. 
But that's where the amazing part is. It's having those words that you didn't have before. Even if they're shit, it doesn't matter. You have some words that are helping you work through that block. And whether or not it actually goes towards that manuscript that you're working on or whether it is a blog post, it doesn't matter. You just have some words. And I think as this happens and allowing yourself to have rituals before sitting down can also trigger off some form of movement in your brain that actually allows you to get some words down and work through the block. And like I said, that could be lighting a candle. That could be having a hot drink. Could even mean that you're just, you know, flicking through some TV shows and popping them in the background so that you've got some inspiration. But the important thing you need to do with working through to heal your writer's block is to find those touchstones find those things that make you want to sit down and write and it might be getting that kitten or having some fun go play some mini golf if you're if you're able to and then come back and try and see what you get out of it maybe you talk about your experience maybe you write down your experience maybe you work through it but it's really important. I, I love, love working out. And I know that when I haven't been to the gym or haven't been to a session with my PT, I struggle and it is so hard. But I know that's my touchstone. And I know that, you know, making sure I've got a clean house, having a delicious shower where I, you know, cream and primp and shave and do all of that delicious stuff and come back and sit down as a fresh person that helps me that's one of my touchstones I'd really love to know what your touchstones are and what you do when you find it hard to write do you turn to different music or do you get out of your space and write somewhere else let me know this is the last episode for our theory lessons on writer's block. I am bursting with so much excitement for our next guest, but I'm going to leave that for our next episode. I'm not even going to spoil who it is because you guys are going to lose your mind. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this dive into writer's block. They are short snippets because it's quite a bit going on and I feel like we need smaller episodes and I'm going to leave the longer episodes for the interviews. So until we in a couple of weeks, keep on writing guys and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Writing Apothecary podcast. To find show notes and more information, head over to my website, which is just dreamingfullyawake.com slash podcast, where you'll find show notes, resources, worksheets, and more info about the podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram by just searching at the Writing Apothecary. I'd also love it if you guys took the time to leave a review or even rate it um, just on your platform. It'll help other creatives and writers find our community and help them get their writing practice and their creativity back on track.